0: Good morning. It is now 9 a.m. on the nose, and live from the KOPN studios, it is Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus pandemic here in mid Missouri. You can catch Community Pulse Monday through Thursday here live, 9 a.m. on KOPN, and all episodes can be found online at kopn.org. We also post to our Facebook page, and breaking news, we are also now available as a podcast on Spotify. So, today on Community Pulse, we are so very pleased to welcome back public health advocate Ginny Chadwick, who will be interviewing Dr. Robin Blunt. She is the vice president and chief medical officer of Boone Hospital Center. She's been working here in the community for over 30 years and is also an expert on infectious diseases. So, we are so very pleased that Dr. Blunt will be joining us for our full program of 20 minutes. We're going to go ahead and turn it over to Ginny and Dr. Blunt. Ladies, how are you this morning?
1: Thank you, Peter, and Great. Dr. Thank Blunt, you. thank you so much for being on. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm very happy to be here. Uh, thank you for asking me.
1: Awesome. Um, so I'm going to go through the numbers very quickly so that we can speak with our guests, but globally, uh, John Hopkins is reporting that we have 10.5 million cases confirmed worldwide and over 500,000 deaths. Um, when looking at the U.S. numbers, the New York Times reports, that we have 2.6 million people in the United States that have been confirmed with um, the coronavirus. And we now have over 127,000 deaths within the U.S. So yesterday, the U.S. announced um, the um, greatest number of cases identified in a single day being 48,000 new um, infections. On Tuesday and that's an 80% increase in the past two weeks and so we're seeing a very concerning trend as we look at Matthew Holloway's data um, that we report for the state of Missouri Matthew has identified 457 new cases yesterday with 52 counties confirming new cases and 10 deaths yesterday in the state of Missouri and that brings our total to 22,000 394 cases identified in the state of Missouri with over a thousand deaths. So we're we're now at 1,042 deaths. And we have an increase um, significantly in our daily average of new cases identified in the state of Missouri. And so we're now at 427 cases per day. Um, Dr. Blunt, I know that you've been looking very closely at what's happening in Boone County. So would you mind telling us what you guys are seeing maybe within the hospital and within the, the county on on number of cases within Boone?
2: Sure, I, I'd be happy to. Um, I'm, I am monitor a number of uh, dashboards um, every day to keep an eye on, uh, on or keep a finger on the pulse here in Boone County. Uh, there is no doubt that Boone County has seen quite, uh, quite an increase in the number of cases, in, especially in the last few weeks. Um, one of the things I watch is the case rate. It's, uh, if you were to test uh, 100,000 people in the county, how many positives would you find? And, and on May 14th, so about six weeks ago, our case rate was 55 cases per 100,000. And as of yesterday, that case rate is now at uh, 192 per 100,000. So uh, uh, that's nearly a fourfold increase over those few weeks. Um, Concerning situation is the doubling. Uh, It took Boone County uh, uh, 60 days to reach our first 100 cases. The next 100 cases uh, came over 30 days, and... Uh, the next 100 cases, bringing us to 300, took only 14 days. And we're nearly at, uh, we've already added 80 cases in just six days. So our doubling rate may be uh, just barely over a week right now. So uh, that's something right here at home. Uh, we are certainly seeing a lot more cases in Boone County. Um,
1: one other For thing. For sure, and
2: I, yeah, I will say, say that,
1: like the New York Times has, us as a one of five counties in the state of Missouri in the red on their map, showing that our, our case rate—you know—they had an average of three cases per day two weeks ago, and now we're having an average of thirteen cases per day. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. yeah. So that's you know that's quite a uh, an increase. One of the things that is a little bit—you um, know—you uh, you. Know, you, you it kind of looks like it's not that bad when you uh, see a number that says percent positive.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: When you look at uh, our percent positive rate since March, it has gone up, but uh, it's reported as 1.8%. And that's spread over 27,000 tests. However, Mm -hmm. in the last two weeks, if you take only the number of tests done during those two weeks and the positives during those two weeks, our percent positive is is up to nine percent, and uh, that's that's really a very um, very quick elevated percentage. So we are seeing it help a lot in the community. Uh, it it is community spread. People are mm-hmm. getting it from just going out and and uh, uh, you know interacting. In the community, uh, in stores, and at pools, and and whatever they're doing,
1: Dr. Blunt, to help our listeners understand that percent positive rate, I want to give a little bit of a, a picture, and please help add to it. Um, when we talk about percent positive rate, um, we've definitely heard. Um, the president and the CDC talk about keeping that percent positive rate below 10%. We've we've heard that number in the past. And I think we've heard the governor say below 10% and even some of our local elected officials. But the World Health Organization came out and said that the percent positive rate should stay below 5%. And um, the Washington Post reported that on June the 15th, our percent positive rate was at 4.5%. But by nationally and by June the 29th, our percent positive rate was at 6.9%. And we're hearing in Boone County, you know, if we look at just the last two weeks, our percent positive rate is reaching 9%. And I I did see that posted on the Boone County Health Department Mm -hmm. um, page as well. So can you add to that so that Maybe our listeners have a better understanding of what what is what is our target for percent positive, and why is that percent positive so concerning?
2: Well, percent positive means that uh, again, if uh, the people that are getting tested, uh, we're getting about 10 percent, you know, close to 10 percent of them now turning positive, whereas just a few weeks ago, and even you know, a month ago, the percent positive. Actually, most of March, April, and May, our percent positive ran in the 1% to 1.5% range. So it just means there's more out there in the community. Um, And uh, uh, when you talk about more being out in the community, uh, you know, every person who has it and doesn't know it and is out doing things and not wearing a mask, not staying at home, Uh, you know, you're putting other people at risk, and every person who has it can potentially give it to one, two, three, four more people, then they go out and give it to that. And that's how you get that positive rate to increase, as there's more and more in the community.
1: And you talked about testing, um, and we are still testing just symptomatic individuals um, in our community. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, what Boone Hospital is doing and who they are testing?
2: Sure. Um, we, here at Boone, we have had a mobile testing unit. Uh, I believe we opened it up March 17th, March 18th, very early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do require a physician's order, and the order, uh, you know, we are testing people who have a reason to be tested. Either they have symptoms or they've had a close contact, et cetera. We are also testing every patient who has a procedure that uh, is at risk at Boone Hospital. So we call an at-risk procedure is something that might cause uh, 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 upper respiratory secretions to be aerosolized. So really, any uh, surgical procedure where a patient is intubated or ventilated, uh, upper endoscopies. Uh, there are several other procedures that put patients at uh, at risk and. And it isn't actually the patient that is at risk. It's a procedure that is risky to those around them. So we're mm-hmm. testing everyone who's having these procedures done so that um, we know, uh, so that our we don't send somebody to an elective procedure that then puts the people
1: in the room at risk. We, and when you, yeah. when you talk about what's going on in the hospital, you know, I know that one conversation that's happening is, we. The, the community um, would really like real time data about what's happening within our hospital oh, system. Already, sure. A number of people who are on ICU, in the ICU and ventilators. And is there a place, like I know you probably know the data right now and would love to hear it, but is there a place for people that you would recommend them to turn? Because, you know, I've heard that the Missouri Hospital Association publishes that data, but it's often delayed and there's two different sources that they get that data from. So sometimes it's higher than others.
2: Uh, actually, we have a wonderful local. Uh, dashboard that is public and anyone can go to. Uh, mm-hmm. That it's the Boone County, Missouri COVID-19 Information Hub. Um, I can email you the link
1: if you'd like. We will make sure to get that posted on our Facebook page. But Thank you.
2: Basically, it is updated every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, Boone gives Boone, the university, and the VA all give their statistics to the county. And then the county puts all of their statistics up. They have a nice tab that says hospital status, and uh, it will tell you how many tests have been performed by our hospitals combined, how many positive tests we've had, the percent uh, percent positive. It'll tell you how how many people are currently hospitalized in Boone County, how many of them are Boone County citizens, and how many are in the ICU, and how many are on a ventilator. So as of today, there are 12 patients hospitalized at the three hospitals. Uh, six of them are Boone County citizens, and I'll just comment on that. Early on, uh, the vast majority of the people hospitalized in our Boone County hospitals, because we serve a 26-county area, vast majority of those uh, patients were not from Boone County. We're now seeing more Boone Countyans uh, in the hospital. We we had a lot from Saline County when the meatpacking plant was a problem, Montauk County. There was also a hot spot in uh, in the Mexico Missouri area. So uh,
0: so today,
2: 12 patients are hospitalized. Six are Boone County citizens. Eight are in the ICU and seven are on ventilators. Um, Boone Hospital itself has had 15 unique. COVID-positive patients over the course of since March. Uh, mm-hmm. The university has had uh, more people. I don't know their actual number. Uh, we've only had two patients require being on a ventilator, and both rec- uh, both uh, came off the ventilator, recovered, and were discharged. Uh, we had one death here, and it was somebody that chose to go on a palliative care route and was never on a ventilator. So. Um, you know, this this uh, data is ready available for anyone to look at every day, and I'll be glad to send you that link.
1: Thank you so much. And as you talked about the number of Boone County residents that are in the hospital, um, we also want to touch on the number. We currently have 379 um, diagnosed cases of COVID-19 in Boone County with 108 active cases into to my recollection that's the highest we've seen so far uh-huh. uh, the health department is reporting that there's 238 um, people in quarantine mm-hmm. and they've also reported that they're a little bit delayed in contacting uh contact tracing and 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 talking with individuals who may have been exposed i'm curious when boone county hospital now calls a positive case to confirm that they are positive, do they give um, the the patient any instructions on what they should do now? Because I know the health department typically fills that role, but if the health department's delayed, what are we doing as a community to make sure those people have the information?
2: Well, our uh, our patients uh, all come with a physician order, so mm-hmm. actually the uh, physician that is uh, that ordered the test is notified of positives. And, uh, of course, they uh, they are responsible for providing information to their patient. Um, in addition, we report that positive to the health department. I know the health department is really getting stretched with their contact tracing. Uh, they've been doing a wonderful job. Um, but uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, when you're getting uh, 15, 20 positives <laughs> every day, then you have to figure out where those people have been. Um, I am, I'm in close contact. Uh, at least uh, once a week, uh, the I, uh, representatives of Boone, uh, MU Healthcare, the VA, and the health department all have a phone call, and uh, we discuss what's going on. And we've been doing this since the very beginning of the pandemic, and it's been really a really positive collaboration here among all of the healthcare providers um, in Mid Missouri. You know, we, we service 26 counties. It isn't just Boone County, uh, and uh, we we want to know what's going on at each at each facility. We really coordinated uh, our rollout and of of Boone our County
1: as a non for profit hospital, and so has that changed the fiscal impact of. COVID-19. I know we talk a lot, you know, nationally now about for-profit health care or non-for-profit health care, and with Boone County being a non-for-profit, how does that change um, the fiscal impact to you guys?
2: Well, our fiscal impact, as with every hospital, has been huge. Uh, The six weeks that we um, suspended elective procedures you know, we were providing essential health care, we were doing emergency procedures, urgent procedures, we were taking care of heart attacks and strokes and COVID patients, et cetera, but uh, without the ongoing, um, honestly, income from elective procedures, and those are not necessarily things that don't need to be done, but they're things that that maybe can be put off uh, for a little Mm -hmm. while, so, you know, Without that extra income, uh, we really have a very serious financial um, uh, deficit from that. And How know, do you
1: think expanding Medicaid will affect the hospital's ability to respond to crises like this?
2: Oh, I think it would be a huge benefit. Um, you know, uh, the very fact that there, without expanding Medicaid, there are people uh, that don't have health care Uh, this allows us to take care of um, the citizens and be reimbursed, because, frankly, we don't turn anyone away who needs health care. We just don't get paid for it uh, without having, uh, when people don't have insurance or aren't on Medicaid. It will be a huge benefit. And then also people wait. They wait too long to get health care because they don't have insurance, and they come in sick instead of receiving preventative Measures that might have kept them out of the hospital in the first place, and you know, I, I, it 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 will make a big difference.
1: Yeah. Um, so, as you know, the Columbia City Council is considering um, a mask policy. Um, I've heard on Monday. Just to give um, the listeners just a little bit of perspective, what we know right now is over 20 states statewide mandate facial coverings in public spaces. And in fact, the state of Kansas announced yesterday that they will require masks to be worn in public due to the pandemic Um, within uh, the state of Missouri, Jackson County and Kansas City have announced mask policies. If we look across the the border, you know, in, in what we consider our competitive county, Douglas County, where um, the University of Kansas resides, has the <laughs> yeah. mandated mask policy. Um, we don't like to be behind KU. <laughs> well, how do they fit those masks on those Jayhawk beaks? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> but I think our tiger faces will fit masks. That our tiger faces us. fit masks great. You know, one concern I just hear over and over again is how will we enforce it? And I always say, you know, 20 states have figured this out. We are not inventing the wheel. We are just recreating it. So um, can you tell us a little bit about what your mask policy is within Boone Hospital and how um, maybe medically you see the protection or benefit to masks in our community?
2: You know, there, there really isn't any doubt scientifically that masks make a difference and help. Uh, decrease the likelihood of spreading this disease. Um, you know, especially when when we know that there are asymptomatic people that have the disease, or people that are um, infectious. At, uh, you know, 24, 48 hours before they even realize they're sick. Uh, it has been well shown that masks help um, help you know prevent the spread. And we're talking about um, you know a a social obligation to uh, protect those that are vulnerable: uh, elderly people, um, you know, young children, uh, people with cancer and other um, uh, risk factors. And so, I mean, it, it just makes sense to ask our citizens to to do everything they can to uh, prevent contributing to the spread. Now How do you? Uh, here at Boone, we have a universal masking policy. Uh, people wear masks at all times. We even mask our patients when caregivers are in the room. Obviously, some people cannot wear masks if they're having severe respiratory issues, et cetera. But if a person is capable of wearing a mask, they wear one here at Boone Hospital. Workers, you know, employees, visitors, uh, any contractors in the building, uh, everyone wears masks, and and it, it is, uh, you know, really. 100% compliance. How do you enforce it? Um, you know, I we uh, we get parking tickets if we don't pay for parking. We uh, uh, we have laws that tell us to wear seat belts. We have laws that tell us to wear uh, you know um, motorcycle helmets. Um, there are a lot of public health laws out there that make sense. We need to vaccinate children, uh, and all of these are public health measures that uh, that not only make sense but um,
1: you know, can be uh, you know, can be enforced. Dr. Blunt, I have had such a great time interviewing you and hearing your expertise and wisdom about what's happening within Boone County and um, Boone Hospital. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and and any last words for our listeners as as we think about you know we are now in July um, and we are still um, in the thick of this pandemic.
2: Yeah, I uh, first of all thank you very much for having me on. Uh, it's really a pleasure to be able to help um, uh, add some uh, help educate uh, those around us, and and uh, you know really my words of wisdom are this is not going away. Uh, it's it's not going to be gone. It, we're going to live with it. We're going to coexist with it for uh, a long time to come. Uh, herd immunity is going to take a while. And it's going to require a vaccine, and we don't know whether or not it will be a vaccine we have to take once or if we have to take it yearly. Uh, But uh, in the meantime, we do what we can to protect ourselves and protect those around us. And that's, you know, wearing a mask, hand hygiene, uh, you know, uh, just doing, doing the right thing. Uh, So just recognize that by ignoring it, it isn't gone, and uh, I think it's going to be very rare, unfortunately, that anyone, soon anyone in this country uh, is going to know somebody that had a significant uh, um, uh, interaction with COVID or a friend or a family member, and and we've really got to protect each other.
1: That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you to our KOPN listeners. Um, Peter, back to you.
0: Thank you. Well, thank you very much, ladies. We uh, sincerely appreciate that. If you're just joining us, our guest today was Dr. Robin Blunt. She is the vice president and chief medical officer of Boone Hospital Center, and she was so very, very kind to give us her time today on today's edition of Community Pulse. We will be posting the link on our Facebook page. You may have heard it is the uh, Boone County, Missouri COVID information hub. That is an excellent source of information. Speaking of excellent sources of information, a reminder: we get our local data from a civic Superman, Matthew Holloway, who posts his data and indeed some great updates on local COVID developments on his Facebook page. We invite you to visit that as well. Community Pulse. Live here on your listener-supported and volunteer-operated community radio station Monday through Thursdays at 9 a.m. If you missed the show, it is on our website, kopn.org, also on our Facebook profile, and now available as a podcast on Spotify. We thank you so very kindly for joining us this morning. We will be back tomorrow with Dr. Elizabeth Alleman. A background briefing, an abridged version of background briefing, I should say, follows... We encourage you to stay safe and better. Please stay informed, Columbia. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch tomorrow.